Good afternoon, good morning, and good night, ladies and gentlemen, no matter who's listening. Welcome to the podcast that you never asked for. Crazy. I know you're like, wow, I literally never asked for this, yet you're here. (laughs) Imagine. So today we're going to be talking about the time when my mom found my YouTube channel, Fun Times. It's actually a pretty recent event, like happened not too long ago, maybe like a... Probably a month ago, maybe two months ago. Probably a month ago, November, yeah. It was a frantic time. Sometimes sad, but you know, lots of growth, you know? You ask God to help you grow, don't be surprised when it starts raining, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, so I just thought that would be a really good note to start on because if I think of like what the purpose of doing this podcast would be, it would be to say the stories and tell the things that I usually kind of restrain from, refrain from when making YouTube videos because I'm like, oh, like, that's like a little too explicit or just like too personal but it's like I like sharing that kind of stuff it's just like a lot of people watch but I heard this one quote once and it was like if you ever want to hide something or like hide a really good secret put it in a book and I think podcasts are really similar to books because it's a very similar kind of demographic where you have to have the patience and the readiness and the ears to like sit down and listen to through to what someone's going to say. So it's like, I don't think you often come to podcasts to criticize people or to just pop in, see how their life's going and leave. Like you usually have to sit down, be intentional and listen. So I'm like, okay, let's start a podcast where we're real and sit down and tell them things that we usually wouldn't just put on the air because they took the time to sit down and listen, you know? Simple things, simple mathematics. This is just like an insider thing because like who sits down and listens to podcasts? A, A whole different demographic of people, okay? But about a month ago, my little sister, I was chilling. My little sister texted me. She's like, oh, like my other little sister, she's showing mom she actually says mommy I don't know about y'all your YouTube videos and I was like ah like but I didn't think too much of it because it's not like my parents didn't know that I had a YouTube channel they just never really looked too deep into it to like watch the videos actually see what they're about they're just like oh she makes YouTube videos they asked what they're about I was like oh like Christian stuff they're like okay all right sounds good you know once you put Christian on stuff especially people who aren't really like into all that stuff they just kind of either back out or be like oh that's a good thing when really sometimes you should really look into like what they're doing because just because you slap Christian on it does not mean it's good okay so yeah for some reason my little sister was really really just determined that that day my parents were going to see these videos so she set it up on the tv my parents weren't paying attention she watched a few videos then she goes to my mother's phone and types in my name on the youtube channel and makes sure that my mom watches it and i think it's kind of funny because the only reason why she was able to remember my youtube channel because before she couldn't really remember it that well was because when i came back from college one weekend or maybe the weekend before i went to college i'd come back and i was like you know what she probably needs a way to communicate with me like if anything ever happens she's young she's like in second grade she doesn't have a phone so I was like I'll set her up a google account and set up a duo like I don't know if you know what duo it's like google duo it's like this app that you can use to call without having all the money that it takes to like have an actual phone bill and I set that up for her but in order to set that up you need to get her google account and prior to that she didn't have google account so whenever she would look up my youtube channel or even go on youtube in general she wasn't able to save the information because like she never had an account so through me setting up that account for her to be able to communicate with me I essentially dug my own what looked like a hole previously like before the whole thing played out 
I was nervous. I was anxious. I probably posted about it on Instagram, but didn't actually tell you like what was going on. Just be like, oh, keep me in your prayers. Things are rough. I was super anxious, right? But like, I'll tell you the full story. It didn't play out how I thought it was going to play out. And I'm thankful for that. I think prayers definitely helped with that because I was, I was telling people, I'd be talking to them, I'd be like, please pray for me. Please, like, please just take some time out of your day and pray for me. My mom was not a huge fan. Um, my phone, it was blown up. Uh, it, it wasn't my best experience. And it seemed like their biggest concern was just not for me to be out here on the internet spilling all the beans because apparently the video that she watched the most of was just my testimony video, which was very blatant and I was honest about the things I've been through, done, experienced type thing because I'm like, why hide it? Like, no one if any, or maybe some, but not a lot of people are going to want to come to Christ if they don't see that you were once where they were at and you're somehow where you are at now. Like coming out there as some perfect person is not going to save or help anyone. But when you show them that you've been where they're at, you've had the same feelings. You've idolized a person and made a person a God in your life because you didn't really know God. So you needed someone to fill that hole of love that you've felt and needed in your life. When you show them that you've been stuck in the trance of religion and gone to church every Sunday, but not really understood it and just showing them that you relate, then they can see that, hey, like I can relate to that. And if she used to be at that point, but she now has like this hope in God and does like things that are amazing, then I can probably do that too. And she looks so much happier that way. So I think like there's no reason to really hide your testimony and be full of shame because it's so freeing. Like I know in Revelations, I want to say 1210. It's one of the two. I will make sure I actually it's not YouTube, so I can't like go back and check it. We will take the time to look it up because I want to quote the right scripture. Revelations chapter 12, verse 11. The word states that, and they have defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. And they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. And I just think that sharing your testimony not only truly helps you overcome and be like, yeah, that's the past me. Like I'm a new creation and that no longer stands for me, but it helps other people overcome and it helps other people defeat the enemy in their life. Cause they're like, she was once here and she got there. So we're serving the same God. He can do it again. He can do far greater. Sharing your testimony is so important. Of course, like sometimes with the right crowd, but with me, through becoming a true like Christian and just living my life and lying it all down at God's feet, at Jesus's feet, I like lost fear of people completely like it's it's a whole thing but I'm so thankful for it because before that I was always so anxious about so many things God has really freed me from that because I'm like I'm living for God I'm living for Christ like I'm laying down my life and living it as a living sacrifice thus it's no longer mine and if it's no longer yours like you know how you care for somebody else's stuff compared to how you care for your own like you want everything to be perfect kind of when it's yours it depends on the person some people over care for others which is beautiful too you know God laid down his life for us but putting it in this analogy of like like someone gives you something to watch over and like you care for it and maybe even more than you would care for your own, but essentially you remember that it's someone else's. So it's like, if they allow something to happen to it while it's in your care, but they like knew that it was happening to it, they allowed it to happen. They're like, oh, like I wouldn't let that happen to my stuff, but because this is not my own and this is what you say is okay and I'm just simply watching over it, then go on ahead. Like, that's okay. That's fine. So like once I came to that realization that my body, my life, everything and every ember of me is not my own, I just like, Stop caring that much. Maybe that's encouragement to you. Like, I thoroughly enjoy that as you listen to this podcast, you get Bible verses to think about and rehearse over and have like deep within you. Philippians chapter one, verse 21. I'm 
think it was Paul stating this, and he goes, to live is Christ, to die is gain. That might be paraphrased, but in one of the translations, it's similar to that. And essentially what that showcases to me is just that like our life as it is, is not ours for the taking. Like even in Romans, I think chapter 12, verse one, two, Somewhere at the beginning of Romans chapter 12, he talks about laying our lives down before God as a living sacrifice. And it's like, it's no longer yours. Like, yes, Jesus died for us so that we can be free. And when you're free, there's no bondage. And bondage often comes with some type of like, I guess, responsibility. Like this is this package that you have to watch over. And though our bodies are a temple and we're supposed to steward over them well, When you realize that as a child of God, what happens to you, God allows, especially when it's not like you were openly, intentionally sinning and living and practicing sin, then it's like, why worry? How did we get on this tangent? Going back to the story of my mom finding my YouTube channel. So for about a month, because I didn't go home after that for quite a time until it was Thanksgiving, I didn't think about it a lot. When I did think about it, I was like, only God knows what's going to happen. Eventually, I went home for Thanksgiving. At first, we didn't really talk about much. The conversation did not go how I was expecting. Which is a good thing. I had other friends I had told about the situation who were kind of praying for it to go in a different route. And maybe this was just a seed of it going in that different route. I just, I think there was a different intention to the conversation than I thought it was. Like from God's perspective, there's certain things that they said where I was like, I don't know how that specifically relates and is important to what's going on, but... I think in the overall picture of my life and the plans that God has for my life, I think it was important that I heard certain words. So I don't know. Maybe you're in a weird limbo of a situation right now where you don't know what's going to happen next. I just want to say that maybe God's got different plans for that. You know, maybe it's not what you've spent night and day imagining. Maybe it's better and maybe it's more for his glory and it'll turn and change you. For the best, which may take some, you know, it's not always easy to, you know, turn someone around, you know, purify, you know, fire, oh, scold, you know, you feel me? Um, anyways, if I could literally tell you how this podcast came about, I was sitting here relatively sad. Uh, maybe I should do a background story on like where I'm at right now because that would be great. And such a story. Somewhere, some way, knowing God, he probably dropped it in my brain. I was just like, you know what? I've been thinking about starting a podcast. I still haven't started that. And then I looked up this one YouTuber that I really like and she had recently started a podcast like a year ago and it just seemed like it really just, she just like thought about it, started it. I was like, oh, I want to see how she did it because she's a fellow Christian YouTuber. And she had a YouTube video for it, watched that, did a couple things, prayed. And here I am just talking. This feels so natural. And it has like a little like more personal element to it. You know, this was thoroughly enjoyable. I hope that you enjoyed listening to this. And without further ado, you already know what kind of outro we about to do. You are loved. You are forgiven. And he has risen. Amen. We love God. Okay. Good night.